cliffcentral.com. Hey, Yaku, how are you, man? Good morning. Um, yeah, I think my day is ruined, ruined now. Baby Shark is out of my head, and I've got what? Leanne? Yeah, I think my wife can have a word with you because I get stuck with everything. So you've got a new earworm. You've got a new earworm song. So I was talking just a moment ago, Yaku, about how everybody has to be connected and how important that connection is. And we've kind of discussed a little bit about this. But I'm interested in today's discussion because you're going to explain the cloud to us and, and what the advantages of being on a cloud have for your business and for yourself, virtual servers, online backup, that kind of thing. So talk to us a little bit about Catalytic because – you guys are specialists in this, and, and we're doing a podcast series of, of episodes with Catalytic called Unbundled, and Yaku is the, is the CEO there, so he can help us to understand the, these kinds of things. Tell me about the cloud. Thanks, Gareth. Um, I think quickly before, before I start, can I just give a quick shout-out to Candice van Yerden, which is your first, uh, the first Gareth Cliff listener that reached out to us. So oh, cool. I've got to acknowledge that, and we, we're very excited and happy about it. Thank you, Candice. Um, Good. You know who to talk to. So, uh, so from a from a cloud perspective, and I mean, it's obviously a, a big buzzword at the moment, and I, and I think there's a there's a lot of generalizations about it. So, uh, I think the first thing that's important is to understand what, what is cloud or, or, and and how it fits into into a, a business strategy. Mm-hmm. So, for me, cloud is is, is when a business takes the the critical um, IT infrastructure and they outsource it or they or they entrust uh, another provider, a specialist provider with that infrastructure. So typically that would mean I would then take my my critical business applications and that might be software or a mix of so- software and hardware and I move it into that uh, specialist provider's infrastructure um, for them to look after it. Um, and then there's obviously... There's lots of benefits to it. I think everybody understands that, uh, you know, that uh, I, I can't even call it the future. It's where, it's where everybody's at at the moment. And the benefit of that for a business is obviously that you, it allows you to focus on your, on your core infrastructure instead of having to run this additional IT infrastructure. There's obviously cost benefits to it. If you, if you're the man with a checkbook, um, and, uh, especially in these days, you want to hold on to your capital. Absolutely. So you don't want to spend money on hardware unnecessarily and, and software for that matter. Yeah, because what, um, what did people do before the cloud? They used to actually have big server rooms, right? And they would have huge amounts of hardware with, with storage and a whole lot of crap that mostly they didn't need and they didn't want to have to maintain. You'd have to hire a whole IT department to look after it. There were security concerns firewall problems, power interruptions, and in this country, we can't deal with that. It's, it's very true. There's, there's still a lot of customers that, that, that do that. Yeah. Um, um, but but even even in their world, the cloud plays a role because how do you, how do you create redundancy and business continuity um, uh, even, if, even if you have all of those? So it's, and it's exactly like you say, the costs just pile up. So, so even even in uh, in in those big IT departments, uh, it's exactly that. Even in smaller customers, we see you know they 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 have expensive retail space or, or rental space where they then have to build all of this infrastructure, and it's actually not necessary. And and um, it's like anything in, in IT is once you start costing it, the costs just keep on piling up and piling up. So yes, so the trend is now is, is that is that that getting moved to specialist providers like ourselves, for example. 
um, and 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 it, you know the business then gets the benefit of not having to spend that. Uh, we keep on talking about consuming a service rather than um, you know rather, rather than than um, investing capital in, into specific brands or vendors and then and then letting that catch you down so, the line. So yeah, so um, our our buzzword for that is you've got a future proof. You've got to yeah. understand where the where your where your future is at. And then make sure that uh, you know you and, don't and get caught. Yaku, you, you guys would be able to advise us as well because you don't know. I mean, a lot of companies don't know. Certainly, the CEO in many of these companies is busy worrying about the core business. They don't necessarily know what the specifications are that they require. What kind of storage space they're going to need? What kind of of connection they're going to need? You guys take care of all of that, right? Yes, one hundred percent. I mean, you know, it's something that we talk about always. We've got to de-technify, um, uh, you know, uh, you know how we engage with our customers. So it's always about what is the what is the business problem, yeah. and then how do we how do we solve that? And 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 that is actually exactly like you said. Now that is the, that should be on the on the agenda of the of the CEO or the or the CFO. A lot of times, um, you, you know, it, it almost gets shifted to IT because people say they don't understand, and you know, IT will just take care of it. But uh, you know, there's a business problem, and once you understand the business problem, it's, it's very easy to to assist in terms of what the way forward is. All right, so let's look at this just from the point of view that most of us interface with our with our technology. I get I get these reminders on my computer often, like I haven't backed up, and and backup is a major thing because if I just you, got that email this morning. Oh, you did? Yeah, you see, yeah. like this is something we've got to concern ourselves with because if you lose your computer, let's say, you know, something happens to it from a hardware point of view, or you spill a glass of water on it, or you drop it when you're taking it out of the car. Because this thing, this, this kind of thing happens to people all the time. You could lose that information permanently. And if you back it up on the cloud, obviously, that's one place that it can be safe. And it can be safer than if you put it on a hard drive in your cupboard, right? Well, so, so yeah, it's, a, it's actually, um, I always say, you know, backup is, is, is very similar to, to insurance. You, you're only happy the day when you, that you have it, the day when you need it. And, and then on the day when you need it, you hope that it works. Um, so so it's, it's always a, a critical element that. Um, and, and specifically when people, uh, when businesses, there's a, there's a general misconception. If I, uh, to say, if I go and, and rent a server with a cloud provider, be it local or, or one of the, the, the big guys, uh, multinationals like a Microsoft or a, or a Amazon or something like that, that um, I don't need to worry about backup because, um, you know, those boys are big. It'll, it, it won't fail. You know, they've got so much yeah. redundancy in their networks that uh, it won't be a problem. But it's, it's actually untrue. Um, and, and, and that's uh, I, I always say it's the minimum that a business can do is to make sure that your your critical server infrastructure is backed up. Right. Um, that obviously spills down to a to an end to an endpoint perspective, like you say, you know, somebody's laptop and all that type of stuff. But at minimum, you know, if they, you know, if a business uses the the server infrastructure correctly, they they would have a copy of whatever is important somewhere on some sort of central server, be it in their office or in this in a in a cloud environment. And then the minimum we have to do, to do then is to make sure that it's backed up. And um, and um, like I said, backup only works for you if you know that it works. So um, that's that's one of the things that I that I see a lot is is where businesses don't take the time to say, let me make sure 
um, I actually uh, test and restore a backup and see if, if, it, if it's actually going to work because, mm-hmm. um, you know, I, I just trust them. If my IT guy says to me, well, you know, the backups are there, yeah. um, I'm just going to, um, you know, I, I always say there's a lot of there's a lot of people that must be super religious because they, 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 they've got a lot of faith, you know, they believe that <laughs> stuff's just going to work. And a lot of the time yeah. people get caught. And you can't run a business like that. I mean, you have to know where your information is stored and you have to know it's stored safely and it's stored securely and that you can access it when you need to. It can't just be deleted by someone by mistake. And that kind of thing has happened in businesses, big and small. Just tell me, because I'm curious about this, and, and you're probably the, the best person to ask. I've heard that they have these server farms um, all over the world, you know, especially the big cloud providers. Um, and, and these are huge, big um, factories, essentially, where they just have massive numbers of machines and they have to cool them the whole time. So they often build them in very cold countries. Um, have you ever been to any of these places, and and what it, what does it look like, Yaku? Um, well, so so yes, I I have been to one. Um, in in one of our upcoming conversations, we've actually we've actually launched a, a facility like that. So so that's something that we'll that we'll be speaking about. Yeah. But yes, very very uh, much so. Um, uh, interestingly, Microsoft had a, had a, a experiment now where they actually had one. Like 35 meters under the sea in in uh, in the north of England, um, wow. and it was uh, under the under the sea, it, under the sea. So so they they it was in a obviously in a watertight container. Mm-hmm. They uh, a lot of servers. They and it was I think they had an experiment now. It was down there for like three years or something like that. And uh, uh, recently they they pulled it out. But yes, um, it, it's exactly like you say. You know, in those type of environment. Uh, important items are you, there's got to be power, like you say. There's sure. got to be cooling, and then um, and then very importantly is secure, physical security. You know, you've got to make sure that where your data is. And and what you said now is, um, I think we everybody is still a little bit punch drunk from from COVID and not focusing on it. Yeah. With the the Poppy Act coming into play, um, I believe uh, June, July next year, every single business has to worry about where does their data sit. How secure is is it? Yeah. Um, can I prove, um, let's call it the chain of custody, so that when there's a there's a poppy request or or somebody says we didn't deal with their data correctly, I've got to be able to make sure that my bases are covered. So it's a it's a it's a very very important um, element there. Well, thank you. Um, uh, to, to, to answer your question quickly, Gareth, around yeah. what it looks like um, in in. Um, I, we always used to joke. Uh, my grandparents, uh, they used to, to when they go to a, um, uh, you know, one of the, like a begraafplaats, they always mm-hmm. used to say, well, you know, what is it? The tombstones looks like look like and all that type of stuff. Me, when I go into a data center, I love looking at what the equipment people have deployed there. So it's been passed down generations in a in a in a little bit of a different format. But uh, to answer your question. I think uh, unless you've got very, very specific interest in it, it's almost like the circus. If you've seen one, you've seen it yeah. all. It's, it's just rows and rows and rows of of, um, of racks with lots of aircon blowing and, and servers making noise. So uh, <laughs> it's interesting to see one. Well, listen, Yaku, I'm afraid yeah. we're out of time, but thank you so much. It's always interesting to hear your thoughts on these things. And obviously, there's uh, there's more to be learned from Catalytic. You can go along to Catalytic, that's C-A-T-A, 
lytic.co.za, catalytic.co.za. Go and check them out because they might be the solution that you're looking for. You can always find out more on their website or you can click through the links on cliffcentral.com. If you also want to email them, go to letsconnect.catalytic.co.za. Jakub Voigt is their CEO and he is our our point man when it comes to understanding how all of this stuff works. Thanks, Yaku. Good to see you. Thank you very much. Have a good day. Cliffcentral.com